What's up, guys? Before we start this episode, just want to let you guys know we do have our Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash MPGA. We got bonus episodes. This is a way to support the podcast. And you can pay as little as $3 a month up to $6.95 a month or whatever you want to give us. So, again, it's patreon.com backslash MPGA. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and I am here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are we today? Ron Log, we're good. I got to know, are we doing some kind of NPR lib cuck show? Because you're very low, you're very, very quiet, you're very, this is an episode. I don't like that. My people... They want loud. They're very stupid. We've got they stupid want loud. people. Okay, I got they you. want big. They want loud. They want great energy. Right now, you're bringing sort of a Jeb Bush if he did a podcast for NPR energy, and that's <laughs> tremendously low energy, very low energy. All right. I will try to get my energy up for you, Mr. President. I'll start doing jumping jacks and get the heart rate pumping. Okay. Well, Is that you better? Know what? That's the people need the great podcast. They don't need the low energy tech stuff guy. Okay, Mr. President, how how are you doing? How is your week going? Like all weeks, it's full of greatness and tremendousness and tremendous greatness. Now, I just have a question before we start talking. You are, you must have like a new cell phone that has an extra long battery because I feel like you just live most of your life on Twitter, either tweeting, retweeting, reading tweets, it's a great website. We love the Twitter. Right. But you, don't you think you're a little consumed? We're trying to get the youth not to be so addicted to social media. And should you be oh. setting a little better example? The youth, the future of our America. Well, if I have my way, we won't have much of a future. So we're living for today. Carpe the day. Carpe the day. That's what I like to say. It's called Latin. It's called Latin. <laughs> You just make up your own Latin. Is that how it is? Well, carpe the day. Okay. The great Robin Williams said that in Gay Kids Reading Poetry Society. It's a very, very tough movie. I don't think that's the name of the movie. Gay well, who Kids. else? Who else reads poetry? Come on. You don't read any poetry, Mr. President. Uh, well, you know, I mean, hip hop is kind of poetry, you know. So you read lyrics of different rappers? Uh, are you say, excuse me? Are mm -hmm. you saying that rap is not a form of poetry? Oh, That's it is right. You're it is a racist. Form. It is well a form of too late. It took you too long to answer. So you are now a racist. Now, Mr. President, we talked about Takashi Six Nine on prior episodes. I've heard you talk about him. One of the greats. He he will be getting out. He know he's not going to witness protection. He's already got a deal for a new album plus a tour. Now we have signed him to the new Trump record label. Trump has a you have a record label now. Well, when you're this close to the African American community and you have bars, it would be stupid not to form a label. Well, did, did you hear about your boy Kanye? He said we're calling he, it, and we're going to have great urine streaming. That's our our brand of streaming is going to be called urine streaming. Is R. Kelly going to head that? 
No, it's two Russian hookers. Are the, is our is our like our logo? That's that's and they're, and they're urinating into gold bricks. You know, that's us saying even our hoes make money. It's a great message for the youth and for the hip hop community. Now, you know, Kanye, he said that he is not he said he may not be rapping anymore. He said he's found Jesus. He's very religious now. Well, we're going to deport him if he's who I think he is. If this Jesus is some Mexican Nicaraguan then we might have to deport him. Have you spoken to him since this whole uh, life-altering ego came out? Well, as a great Christian, obviously I welcome another great Christian like Kanye, who's living a tremendous faith. It's called faith, great faith-filled life. Uh, but I don't want to talk to Kanye right now until I'm basically hoping that Kim Kardashian wants to free more blacks from prison. Would, would you be interested during campaigning next year going to one of his Sunday uh, masses? I forget what he calls them. It's like a hip hop mass. Would you actually Sunday attend one? Service? Is it a Sunday service? Is that I'd what like he calls to it? And get serviced by Kim Kardashian. I don't think it's that kind of service of sexual service. Well, everyone must get blessed. That's how I look at it. That should be his tagline. Everyone must get blessed. Well, when I'm there, I'm going to get blessed. Well, good luck, Mr. President. Touched by the Holy Spirit or some holes with spirit? Um, are, you, are you referring to Kim, his wife? Well, you know, we'll see. A lot of, a lot of great people at Kanye events. Well, he'd be, if he's preoccupied with his whole newfound religious and finding himself, Kim might be lonely. So you might, might, might benefit you to go to one of these services. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I've seen Kim when she's not so lonely, so I can only imagine when she's <laughs> feeling neglected, what she might do. Well, Mr. President, let's get into the news, of course. Uh, right. The real news, I hope, not the fake news. Of course, the real news. Uh, I like the real news. Well, an update in Syria with the Kurds. There was oh. uh, the Kurds. Don't Group know. people with Turkey. Well, I like Turkey. We're coming up on Thanksgiving, so that's a good food. Tryptophan. No. They call it tryptophan. You go to sleep. I give uh, Melania two turkey sandwiches <laughs> on Thanksgiving, and, you know, she gets the cranberry her. sauce. They give her two whole turkeys. It's <laughs> oh. a lot of tryptophan. A lot of tryptophan. I'm a fan of tryptophan. Nature's roofie. That's what they call it. <laughs> now, Mr. President, the Kurds. Is that mashed potatoes on your face, Melania? You must have had a... <laughs> Creamed onions. Big Thanksgiving for Melania. Now, you sent over Pompeo and Pence. PNP. Uh, the PNP Gay Factory. PNP Gay Factory. Gonna make you sweat. Now, a five-day ceasefire. It doesn't really seem like a ceasefire. It seems like five days for the Kurds to run as far away as possible so no more of them die. And it gives Turkish 
people to re-up on ammo and to get a better game plan. What's the purpose exactly. of the ceasefire? Exactly. It's called a win-win. The Turks get to reload, see their families, get more fired up because, you know, these Middle Eastern people, they're very intense. Right. And uh, the Kurds, whoever they are, don't really know them. They can, uh, you know, run and go somewhere else and maybe not get shot. So Nobel Peace Prize, Donald Trump. You think you deserve the Nobel Peace Prize for this move? Well, I've deserved it many times. As, as you know, I've deserved many Nobel Peace Prizes. But this one, I may have saved millions of lives. So we're doing tremendous work. And uh, I'm waiting on my prize. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to be waiting for a little longer, to be honest with you. I don't think well, anyone I, you know, they just announced this year. So I know it'll be one year until I can get the great Nobel Prize for Trump. So you not worry about the great impeachment prize for you? Oh. Any updates on the impeachment? Well, Anything you know, that we should know crazy. about? They're, they're, they're talking quid pro quo and they're talking, you know, quid pro quo, by the way, very good guy from Vietnam. I know him. He's a good guy. Uh, tough. I don't, I, I quid don't pro think, quo. He's a tough guy. I don't think that's a person. Oh, I've met quid pro quo on a <laughs> trip you? through Asia. He's a very tough. As you know, the Vietnamese, they're very tough. He's a very tough guy, Quid. Well, Quid, well, you know, he prefers to be called by his full name. But uh, Quid Pro Quo is one of the best. He's did, a, you meet, uh, did you meet his whole family, all the Pro Quos? Well, they say Quo. Okay. Get, oh, all the should, Quos? You shouldn't not so, be so insensitive to a great culture like Vietnam. I thought you would say the Pro Quos. I thought that was his full name, the Pro Quos. No, his, his name is the Quid Pro Quo, and his family is the Quos. Okay, now, now I understand. And when I met him, you know, he said, Call me Pete Coco! <laughs> and I said, I like that energy. You've got PTSD, big D PTSD energy. <laughs> I, I, your Vietnamese sounds a little Chinese, to be honest with you. Well, that's why you're a tech stuff guy and I'm a tremendous international president. Slash impressionist. Well, that was, if you want to call that an impression, that was more of a perfect reenactment. <laughs> That's what you call it. My apologies. This my sister Quo. <laughs> Her name's Quo Quo. And I, Quo. Said, That's, and I said, That's Cray Cray. <laughs> Quo Quo and Cray Cray? <laughs> no, no. Okay, obviously you don't you don't know the. the... See, know this the is when I'm, excuse me. When I'm well, a see, excuse I me. I don't get ex, you're being rude. Okay. You will be quiet. I will talk. His sister's name is Quoquo. And I said, speaking like one of the great blacks, that's cray cray. Well, right. you know, the white, the white women kind of took that from the blacks, but I said, that's cray cray. And then you not being familiar with the great Vietnamese culture thought cray cray was another Asian, so that's twice that you've been racist in like the first, I don't know, like 10 minutes of the... So, guess who's not coming back? We can't be affiliated. Her name's Quoco Proquo? No. His name is Quid Proquo. Her name. Her name is Quoco. Proquo. Wrong. That's her last name. It's Proquo. So wouldn't the first name be Quoco Proquo? Her last name... Is quo. Okay. Quid pro quo. You ever heard of a middle name? 
Right. So she just quid quo. pro quo. Last name quo. His sister quo quo. <laughs> and I quo. said, that's Gray Gray. <laughs> Why would she have the same name? First you name and last don't name. don't understand cultures. I don't. Do you understand it? You ever heard there was a, uh, I once had a teacher named Michael Michelson. I get it. Close enough. That's strange. Well, I think you're culturally insensitive, and I would love to see you in a room with quid pro quo. <laughs> no, thank you. your ass. <laughs> Is he tougher than you? Well, come on. Okay. My apologies. So anyway, no quid pro quo except my good friend in Vietnam. And, you know, the left, you saw Nancy Pelosi. You saw the pictures of her screaming like a crazy person in front of me in my room of white men. And it was pathetic and it was sad. And she's really kind of an old loser, if we're being honest. She's losing her mind. She's lost her looks, though, to be fair. She's kept some of the some of the rack. So we'll you've, give... you've talked highly about her body and the way she looks for her age. Well, for her age. If I was one of these losers that had to date age appropriate, as they like to call it, you know what age appropriate means? I'm poor. When you're rich, age appropriate is always 28 with a rack. And so she's not, if I were one of these age appropriate losers, I might say, Hey, Nancy, you look pretty hot for a old, you know, plastic surgery piece of shit from San Francisco. You want a bone and we can start a forest fire with your dry puss. Does, does she, is she married to Nancy Pelosi? Allegedly. Have you, she's you had know six kids. Let's be honest. So that means she is, not a fan of condoms, which gives, you know, that makes her kind of hot. <laughs> See, you like that. Well, who doesn't? Have you met her husband before? I don't, but he's obviously a very weak cuck because he's got his wife running around talking and he's, we don't even know where he is. So you, you've never met him? No, and I could beat his ass. How do you know you never met him? Well, I've met Quid Pro Quo and I'm tougher than him. And he's <laughs> as tough as they come. <laughs> That's your line of toughness. Except for Melania. She's very tough to make gum. I think, I don't know if she works down there because I am a tremendous lover. One of the best. Well, Mr. President, we know you have uh, real estate all over the world. You are um, it's like called the a Monopoly mogul. Man. Well, okay. It's called a mogul. A mogul. And you wanted to have the G7 summit at one of your hotels, correct? Who? You wanted to have the G7 summit at one of your hotels. Isn't and I correct? was going to, exactly. And I was going to invite G unit to the G7 because I know branding and I know entertainment, say 50 cent. And, uh, I think young buck. And, uh, there was another one. There was like a skinny dude in the middle. We don't know him, but I was going to have G unit show up to the G7 and we were going to hit the G spot. A lot of G's. That is either a small child or my next wife. I don't know who, but that is intense. Does the tech stuff guy have a kid? Yes, I have a child. And uh, I thought I had a wife until five minutes ago. Well, you know what I say. Divorce and disappear. No, uh, my, my son's going through, uh, I think, a growth spurt, so he sleeping is tough and eating and 
He's just been a little off schedule the last few days. So. Well, he doesn't sound very tough, if I'm being honest. Now I can tell you who wouldn't sound like that, and that's Quid Pro Quo. He had a kid crying in his hut in Vietnam. They all live in huts. I don't know if you know that. And he said, you'll be quiet. And the kid shut up. That's it. He just has to say, do you be quiet? And the kid shuts up. Well, he held a pillow over the kid's head for like two minutes. But like I said, quid pro quos, tough guy. They don't make him weak over in Vietnam. And he's as tough as they come. So he smothered his own child. Is that what you're telling me? I didn't say that. Well, when you hold a pillow over your child's face for a couple of minutes, that's well, smothering Smothering child. is pushing it down. Maybe he just placed a nice little decorative pillow over his kid's face. I, I doubt that. but Well, you, you weren't there and I was there, okay? I didn't know you were there. So do you think, um, why do you think people were, were so upset with you? I just got an update on my phone, by the way. It says there will be ethnic cleansing. A Kurdish commander said he feared a bloodbath if the U.S. pulled out completely from Syria. Well, good luck. Anyway, where, what were you talking about? Well, I see you care about the, the Kurds. Oh. Uh, okay. Your G7 summit wasn't allowed to G- be G- held G- at your G- hotel. G7? What? <laughs> people were having a problem with it. Well, they're, then, they're, because they're pathetic and they don't realize that my Doral Resort, which is one of the great resorts, maybe in the world, certainly in America, would have been such a perfect setup for the leaders. They all get their own, they're called bungalows, and they'd have their own building to set up. We have such great property, such a great opportunity, and instead we're going to put it in some, you know, piece of shit. Uh, do you think it's a conflict of interest having this whole summit at a hotel that you own? You know what the conflict of interest is? That there are certain people in America who hate the fact that I have the best hotels and the best resorts. So they want to say, oh, we can't have it there. But what if you're the best? Shouldn't we give it to the best, even if it's mine? No. Like well, I said before, you're it's weak. A comp- there's a lot of great hotels, not well, just Trump. they're not Trump hotels, hotels, and mine are the best. So we should have it at the best. But they say, no, we have to have it at some place. That's not the best because our president is so good and great that he got to be president while also having the greatest hotels. So now we have to hurt our allies and our friends and put them in other hotels. So enjoy Red Roof Inn, you pieces of shit. I don't think they're staying at Red Roof Inn, Mr. President. Uh, I think they're we'll just going to find another classy hotel that just one that you don't own. Second best. Fair. It's great. We're going to go to the second best then or the third best. So that's a great message for America and the Dems to send to other world leaders is here. Enjoy. Not good. Well, everything that you put your name on isn't necessarily the best. You've had many failed businesses, Mr. President. Name one. Uh, Trump steaks. Great steaks. <laughs> really? I've never heard of anyone ordering a Trump steak. They were really great steaks. I think Trump vodka. I don't know anyone who drinks Trump vodka. Probably the best vodka that's ever been. I I had many Russian prostitutes tell me that they liked my Trump vodka. Because they were probably scared of of being killed. That's why they told you that. Well, they don't need to fear it because they're already dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you killed them anyway? Who killed them? Well, I don't know who did. In Russia, when you are shot eight times after sleeping with a successful businessman, Putin calls that natural causes. <laughs> that is called honor killing. Oh, that's Shinzo territory. Get out of here with honor killing. My best friend Shinzo, he knows honor killings. But my point exactly that no one really buys Trump steaks or Trump vodka. So not everything with your name on it is the best. You do have some very nice hotels and golf courses. I will give you that, Mr. President. But not well, I don't everything. Need you to give me that because I own them. I know, I but not everything them. you put your name on is the best. Don't you understand? You still that? haven't named something that isn't the best. I, I, vodka and the steaks. Both the best. Okay. Well, Who would know better about vodka? than Russian prostitutes who have been force-fed vodka since the age of nine. I don't know. You make a good point there. And the steaks were so good, we sold out. And there were no more cows that were up to the standards of Trump, Trump steaks. So the reason why Trump steaks doesn't exist, there are no cows worthy enough of being slaughtered for a Trump steak. Bingo. <laughs> now I understand. Well, okay. good. So, Mr. President, a lot of Democrats are campaigning right now, and there was a, a huge rally the Sorry, other day. Sorry, I mispronounced losers. Okay. Well, Bernie Sanders had a huge rally, 25,000 people there in Queens, Queens, and um, an AOC came out as someone who she is supporting Bernie Sanders. She came out saying that. And 25,000 people, it was a very big rally. Does it make you nervous? Do you have an opinion on it? First of all- I know all, you're a big fan of AOC. Cardiac arrest Bernie, CAP <laughs> we call him, is not gonna win the primary. He's got a lot of passionate idiots who, you know, they like that he talks and walks around yelling about everything and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't like the Democrats. He doesn't like the Republicans. He's a crazy guy whose plans will never happen. Now, I don't know what magic potion he used to get AOC and her titties to be obsessed with Bernie. It was called bars. But I hope it stops soon because one of my great sayings of all time is, Iraq is a terrible thing to waste. And she's wasting it right now with ugly old Bernie. And she could do so much better work with the great Trump Republican Party. But you know she is not going to go to the Republican Party. Would you have her endorse any other Democratic candidate besides Bernie? Is there someone you think is more worthy of her endorsement? Well, I respect AOC because Bernie, for all his craziness, helped her become a, a popular person. And I think it's good. It shows good loyalty on her part to endorse Bernie. It shows that she's stupid, but loyal. And that's the kind of chicks I like. How do you feel that Bernie Sanders said that he would legalize marijuana federally if he became president? Well, I don't know what Bernie wants to do, but he should worry about his heart attack. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's worrying about his health. I think it was cleared. That's why he has continued to campaign. And I'm sure he's going to be fined. Well, let me ask you a question. What do you think the ratings would be on a debate? Me versus Bernie. 
and I scare Bernie. I sneak up behind him <laughs> like I did with Hillary Clinton. And then I go, boo. And Bernie has a heart attack and I kick him in the nuts while he's falling. What do you think the ratings would be like that? Pretty high. You know, pay-per-view. You scare Bernie to death. Is that what you're trying to say? And then AOC's nips get Ivanka hard because she's so nervous. And I go tweak them like they like I'm a DJ on the ones and twos. And she's so turned on of what you did to Bernie. And then we bang and we put it on the pay-per-view and we are done. <laughs> I think you have something there, Mr. President. I think you really have something there. That's um it's an inter interesting take on it. But I think having those two together is a powerhouse and definitely if they do get the nomination, I would be nervous, nervous if I was you, because a lot of the young people follow AOC, and I'm sure a lot of the old people follow Bernie. We have the Second Amendment people. We have the bikers people. We have the cops. We have the firemen. We have the troops. We have the guns. And we have the church. And AOC adds nothing to the table. They, they have the exact same fan base. They're just doubling themselves. You think so? You think Bernie has a lot of the youth? He has the same youth that AOC has because she's a, a direct follower of Bernie. Well, your rallies usually get around twenty to 25,000 people. In this he rally. had one rally in Queens, 25,000. I have 25,000 everywhere I go. Well, let's, that was the, their first stop together. Let's see where they yeah, go from in there. In her home in Queens, where she's from, with a bunch of pathetic libs. Well, let's see what happens at their next rally. I mean, if well, they get 25... Maybe he's got to get out of third place. He's behind Pocahontas and Creepy Joe. Well, if 25,000 people keep showing up at these rallies, then I think things will change. Well, we'll see. Let's hope he dies before then. And hopefully AOC dresses in a nice hot black dress for the funeral. That is really not nice to say about um, people who are running against you, Mr. President, that you wish death upon them. I don't wish death. Well, you don't. I don't think you, you really want them to stay healthy. I do not. So if you don't want someone to stay healthy and you want someone to get unhealthy and they're older, what happens if someone gets unhealthy and they're older? They hire a nurse to jerk them off. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the case um, but that's not what I was going for <laughs> well we'll see okay your your old nemesis is in the news Hillary Clinton oh boy crooked Hillary she's still obsessed with the Russia story really pathetic if we're being totally honest she's calling uh, if I'm pronouncing her name incorrectly you can correct Tulsi Gabbard, is that her name? Sexy Tulsi, yes. She is. She looks like, and during the debates, she gets this great chest sweat. She looks like a like a porn star from an 80s softcore movie. She's like a, she gets that good chest sweat, like it's a sun, like a sweaty night in Mississippi, and Matthew McConaughey is about to splooge all over Hawaiian face. Aloha. That's what we'll call it. Well... Hillary thinks that Tulsi is a Russian asset. 
What do you think of that? As someone who is accused of being a Russian asset, just because Tulsi, okay, hot Tulsi, we call her hot, just because she's spitting lines from Russian propaganda, just because she's friends with Assad, the dictator in Syria, good guy, just because she keeps talking shit to other Democrats, and just because Russia has endorsed her, does not mean she's a Russian asset. It doesn't, no. Because I mean, all those all the... people did the same thing for me, and I have no Russia. Which is a little hard to believe. Also, David Duke came out endorsing her as well, the well, former I don't know who that grand is, wizard but... of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, he's, uh, you know, he's a leader. We like leadership. He's a leader of hateful people who don't like blacks or don't like Jews or don't like any minorities. Well, everybody's got their fetish. It's not a fetish. It's his belief system. Well, we'll see. No, that's what it is. Mr. Well, I have President. to look into it because you're telling me about David Duke. I don't know this David Duke, but uh, we'll look into it. We'll have our people look into it. And uh... he tried to run. He tried to run for president one time, David Duke. Well, he didn't win, so I did. So I'm better than him. It doesn't worry you that she might have connections to, to Russia unless that's something that you want. I think if Tulsi wants to run as a third-party candidate in certain states that are close, I am okay with that, and I wish her the best of luck. With her chest sweat and her hot hair, and her Russian assets, and we're not talking about uh, her handlers. What are you talking about? She's got a nice frame on her. I hate to, I hate to see you leave, but I love to watch your aloha. <laughs> I would be worried. I know she hasn't really. Uh, she's not leading at all, and she is not even in the top five. But a lot of people are saying now by Hillary Clinton bringing attention to her, that only helps her. Even the attention is negative attention. It's still only helping her. What do you think of that? Do you think that's true? Oh, repeat the question. I'm just getting more important tweets. Apparently think there's it's... a massacre in Syria with the Kurds, but uh, we don't know them. What were you saying? I said, do you think that she's getting, that it's helping her? This it might be bad press saying that she could be a Russian, Russian asset. Do you think it's still good press for her because her donations have gone up? She's getting more attention in the news and she wasn't even uh, one of the top five Democrats. And now she could climb in the polls. Well, I think, think it's great. I think Hillary Clinton has let everybody know that if you want to fuck up the Democratic primary, Support Tulsi and her crazy views. You think she's crazy? I think Tulsi... Let me put it this way. The crazy yeah. I think she is. I think when she's getting banged, she demands that her partner hold a, gun, a loaded gun to her head. <laughs> I think she's that kind of hot crazy. So that in order for her to get off, she needs a loaded weapon pointed at her head? She strikes me as that type. I've known a few, believe me, I've known a few. And sometimes that trigger goes off and <laughs> you've got to call your cleanup team and it's not pretty.
Oh, geez. I, aren't you nervous to say that about her? You don't think that's going to get out, Mr. President? And it's not really the, the best thing to say about someone who you could. I mean, I don't think she's going to run against you, but you're giving her more press. Unless that's oh. your plan to give her more press. I don't want to give her any more press. I think if uh, people want to vote for her, I think she's got a lot of good things to say, some crazy things. But I think if Crooked Hillary is coming after, you know, forget the fact that Crooked Hillary was a secretary of state and married to the president. I don't think she has any information. And I think what she's saying about Tulsi is rude. And I think to fight Crooked Hillary, if you're a Democrat and you don't like Crooked Hillary, the best thing you can do is vote for Tulsi Gabbard. Give her money, vote for her. She's a great lady. So you think Hillary's plan totally backfired on her? Totally backfired because she accused me of being Putin's puppet in 2016, and she lost. And obviously, as you know, that proved to be totally wrong. I have never done anything for Vladimir Putin at all. So no. obviously, if she's saying it about Tulsi, that also must be completely untrue. So all these lies and all these fake news, everyone's attacking you and going after you. So you're the victim. You're the real victim here. Well, I'm the president. I don't like to think of myself as a victim. Like if I was weak, I might say I have a me too problem, but I'm not weak. Okay. So they have a Trump problem. I gotcha. Mr. President, I don't know if you saw the footage of this, but it really disturbed me. There are female astronauts in space. They just did a recent I space I couldn't believe walk. it. I was like, you know, now they're letting women in space. Women have been in space for, for years, Mr. President. They well, just haven't you know, we done can, a... We can look into that. We'll see. I, did, I was unaware of that. But maybe, you know what? Maybe you're right. It's, it's the first spacewalk in a long time uh, that two women did recently. And when they corrected you on that, because you, I think, congratulated them on being the first women in space to do this. I was being first. nice to them, and they were astro-cunts. <laughs> I don't think they were being astro-cunts. I think they were just being uh, humble and modest and saying that we weren't the first. They didn't want to take credit for it. And then when you were sitting there, you pretended to scratch your head and give the middle finger up for a good five seconds. I don't think that was by accident. Can you, can you just be real with me and tell when me? I scratch my head. Yes. You got to understand. Yeah. My index finger, my very long, very girthy index finger. That's the one I call it Melania's vanilla bean ice cream scoop. So that finger is very important to my relationship and it is only for certain things. Okay. Where so I scratch with my middle finger as a sign of no, I'm but, not using Mel the Melania finger for other things. So no, I but the middle, with the middle finger. Total middle, coincidence. The middle finger was by itself. All the other fingers were hidden, and it didn't even look like you were scratching. It just looked like you were holding it there for four to no, five I was, seconds. I felt uh, a little itch on the side of my head, and. Uh, the, it just so happened that the astrocunts were, you know, talking a little trash, correcting their president, which, you know, in some countries would get you the death penalty. I'm not going to be that kind of president. That's nice but, of you. Well, it's very nice. And they could thank me, but instead they didn't thank me at all for being nice and not abandoning them in space, which we could do, by the way. We have that 
ability if you're not so nice. We it's can just cut, cut your cord and watch you go off to Uranus. And they didn't say thank you, so that was rude. And the fact is, I had an itch on the side of my head that I scratched. It just so happened to come at the exact time that they were correcting me. But the fake news wants to make it sound like it was something worse than what it was. Well, you, you, you're calling them astral cunts. If you're calling them astral cunts and you're not upset with them, why would you call them? Well, astral isn't that cunts? what is? Excuse me, isn't that what you call a female astronaut? No, you don't call them an astral cunt. What are you, what, are you in a casino right now? There is a dog at my New Jersey property that is losing its mind, and I am going to call my good friend. Xi in China and ask him if he wants a new dessert. <laughs> so you call them astrocunts because they're female astronauts. Is that what you're trying to tell well, you've me? Got, you've got actor, you've got actress, right. waiter, waitress, right. astronaut, astrocunt. That, that's not true. Well, excuse me, I just said it. It's obviously true. You're making that up, though, because that's not a real term. There's no such term as that. Well, you obviously don't have the best words, which I do. Well, Mr. President, you've had a very long, tough week, and I hope uh, the situation with the Kurds... I did not have a... Excuse me, I did not have a tough week. I had a tremendous week. In fact, okay. a great week. And I suggest you maybe show some more respect. Okay. Well, my apologies. I, I will show some more not respect. Ac excuse me. Not accepted. <laughs> Does, did, did, did he already get there to take the dog? It sounded very violent. R.I.P. dog. <laughs> that happened quick. I mean, you... When you say something, Mr. President, actions happen very quickly. Well, I, I employ people who respect myself and the presidency. That's why you will not be coming back. Uh, well, that upsets me, Mr. President. Well, I wanted to come back. You know what? I've got dog blood all over my Trump property floor, so that's not a good thing either. Well, Mr. President, I appreciate you spending uh, another uh, week with us and and talking to us about what's going on in the world and what's going on in your life and for all the listeners out there we appreciate you listening and again patreon.com backslash mpga you can su subscribe uh, for three dollars to six dollars 95 cents there's three tiers and we're bonus episodes we have a halloween bonus episode coming up the first episode of legal limit will be coming out later this week with brett kavanaugh region brett uh, Rotten Oranges, which is a movie review show with President Trump, which he'll be reviewing the new Terminator film this week. And also we'll be having some video apps as well. So patreon.com backslash MPGA. And also for everyone out there who supports the show, I have two more dates of my one-man show, goodyshow.com. It is this coming Wednesday, the 26th and the, uh, I'm sorry, the 23rd and the 30th. The so president the will be in attendance at the 30th. He will not be dressed as the president. He will look like an out-of-shape rock who let his hair grow.
<laughs> so it's goodyshow.com. Come check that out. And Mr. President, uh, do you have anything to plug or any announcements this week? Well, Melania, once she falls asleep, we'll be plugging that. But uh, <laughs> tryptophan, double the dosage, two servings of turkey for Melania. Uh, yes. Hello, everybody. Jay Okavan here. Um, I have a couple of shows coming up in November. I am at the Brokerage Comedy Club in Long Island, Belmore, Long Island, November 8th and 9th. Three shows in total. Go to my website, jlcomedy.com for like the specifics or go to the Brokerage website. You can Google it, Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. And then uh, the day after Thanksgiving and the day after the day after Thanksgiving, November 29th and 30th, I am at Magoobies just outside of Baltimore, Maryland. I will be there making my triumphant return. Haven't been there since 2017. So that's great news for uh, the nine people or so that I know in that area. So all that shit's at jlcomedy.com. Remember to go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. If you like this podcast, that's the way to support it. We were free for about a year and a half. We're just looking for a few bucks for some upgrades and for some, uh, for some tech stuff for the tech stuff guy. Uh, so get on that. There's three different levels that you can subscribe to. Um, all cheap, all worth it. You just get extra. If you like the show, you'll get more show and sort of varied things from the show, including Brett Kavanaugh's spinoff, which will go up later this week. So that's all for me. Can I sign us off? Yep. Okay. God help us all. <laughs>